Buenas noches. Todo. Preguntas. Question. Mi pregunta es sobre la relación entre karma y subjetivo. Si hay algo que podemos hacer para nuestros familiares que puede influenciar el karma de ellos, si hay algo que podemos hacer para reducir el karma negativo. Uh, Sukriti is a word, a Sanskrit word that means like merit, like um, like a meritorious deed, a good deed. And uh, for the most part, um, in the broadest sense, it refers to karma. Sukriti quiere decir mérito, actos piadosos y de una forma quieren decir, se refiere a karma. So there's good karma and there's bad karma. Good karma is one sense is, is sukriti. At the same time, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has theologized and uh, he has developed uh, a, a further idea, if you will, of merit uh, or Piety. Ordinarily, piety and impiety, this is the realm of good and bad karma. The engine that drives that karmic activity is called avidya or ignorance. Y el motor que activa estas actividades kármicas se llama avidya o ignorancia. This uh, ignorance is, uh, to be brief, uh, results in this misidentification of ourselves with, with matter. La ignorancia que resulta en la mala identificación de nosotros con la materia. So we work within matter to try to make matters better. But we may be making matters worse. <laughs> so this is the nature of the, the moral realm. Hmm? If you press down here, it comes up over there. Uh, 
it's it's impossible to this is a, really a core teaching it's impossible to arrive at a capital G good through adjusting things within the moral uh, realm so as as pious as you may become um, Uh, there's every possibility of uh, exhausting the karmic, uh, the good karma, and doing something impious, and uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a roller coaster. And the way to put it is all the results that can be derived from plugging into uh, the uh, material nature um, are temporary. So the results of good karma will expire in, in due course. So, therefore, it's thought that above the plane of morality is the plane of knowledge, given that the plane of morality, again, is driven by ignorance. And this, with knowledge is the dawning, if you will, of the idea, the notion that I'm not a human. I'm something more than... I'm in a human dress only. So the moral life is an attempt to kind of color our, our human life with a... With a with a religious uh, color. La vida moral solo tiene la finalidad de colorar, de teñir nuestros nuestro vestuario humano con colores religiosos. But knowledge, in the real sense of the term, is that I'm not a human. Pero el conocimiento, en el sentido real, es esta noción de que no ni siquiera soy humano. And those who have that knowledge act in superhuman ways. They can, for example, harness the human passions. And that would be an external sign of um, the ingress of spiritual wisdom. It's not that the renunciate who is is not tuned in to the sense objects uh, is not having experience, but is in spirit, his or her experience is internal, hmm? invisible. Embargo, tiene, uh, todo mundo y, uh, en su 
people wonder is the is the mystic's experience just some imagination hmm? um, we can't see it we can't test it it's fully so it's entirely subjective However, the inner life does express itself objectively in the world in the form of the mystic's lack of interest in, in, in the life derived from bringing the senses in touch with the sense objects, which is the life of normal human being. Hmm. So, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has described or posited the idea that while there is Sukriti or meritorious, there are meritorious acts within the realm of karma, um, there are also those who are acting and living in knowledge and contact with them can create a, a kind of uh, a merit or a sakriti of the nature of, of, of knowledge, of gyan, rather than of karma. Another way to speak about what he means is to invoke the term samskar. Hmm. Samskar is an impression. So there are impressions that we can imbibe in the realm of karma, and there are impressions that we can imbibe in the realm of gyan by associ- or knowledge by associating with contemplatives, for example. And then, as we receive those impressions, we we have an, an unseen impetus to act in in um, in in accordance with them. Act in accordance with the samskaras. If you have a samskar for drinking and you're an alcoholic, then you're going to naturally, your default is going to be that you're drawn to, uh, to the tavern. Si tenemos un samskara para tomar alcohol, if it's strong enough, you don't even have to think about it. You just, afterwards, you're thinking, how did I? Here I, here I am again. <laughs> so, uh, there are some scars within the realm of karma 
we can get samskar in the realm of jnana, and furthermore, we can get samskar in the realm of bhakti. Jnana is inside of bhakti. But bhakti is not inside of jnana. You could be, you could be cognizant but not love. But you cannot love and not be cognizant. Of course, when you love, you can lose cognizance too. But that's but that's considered to be the highest knowledge. Because all actions are informed by knowledge. And when you love, you know what to do. You don't have to think about it. Hmm? In the Gita, Krishna says in the ninth chapter to Arjuna, I'm going to tell you about Raja Vidya. Raja means king, Vidya means knowledge, the king of knowledge. And the chapter ends with the statement, Manmanabhavamadbhakto. This is the king of knowledge, says, always think of me, become my devotee, love me. That's all. In jnana, or knowledge unto itself, as I'm defining knowledge, we come to the conclusion that nothing belongs to us. In the realm of karma, we think erroneously that things do belong to us. The whole karmic plane can be summed up in the two words, I and mine. What I think is mine determines what I think I am. If I think, por ejemplo, Costa Rica está mi, es mía. Es mía. Entonces, yo soy Costa Rica, soy Tico, Costa Rican. ¿Entiendes? So, the I and the my, they correspond. Pero, Nadia, Nadia, I think, está mío. ¿Verdad? Nothing is mine. Nada es mío. Nada es mío. ¿Correct? ¿Verdad? Nada. Somos, como se dice, siempre, we're renters, renting. Solo estamos alquilando. Sí. Nada es mío. Entonces, la I, the I, la yo, el yo, que corresponde con mío, está falsa también. ¿Entiendes? ¿Entiendes? If nothing is mine, then the I that arises 
out of the sense of mine that's false, it is also false. Hmm? So, in the karmic world, the whole thing can be summed up in these two words. It's a misconception. I and mine. My, such a small word, such a big problem. Hmm? I, even smaller word. It's the word that is most used in every language. And the word that is least understood. The whole life is trying to figure out what is the meaning of I. And we keep thinking, I am this or I am that. And this and that is constantly changing. But one thing is remaining constant. What is that? I am this, I am that, that changes. But I am no cambio. Siempre yo, yo, yo soy. ¿Me entiendes? Hmm? Yo no soy esta o eso. Esta y eso está siempre cambiando, cambiando, cambiando. Pero yo soy siempre. ¿Me entiendes? En este soy, hay, es diferente de las cosas que nosotros tenemos identificación con cosas del mundo. ¿Me entiendes? Things of the world. <laughs> so, this is the realm of karma. Mm. And the realm of knowledge is I am. I am not this, I am not that. Neti, neti. Es la verdad. Neti, neti. Es una... Sutra. Una... Aphorism. De Vedanta. Neti, neti. Not this, not that. It's a negative way of defining what I am. I'm not this, I'm not that. Es una forma negativa de definir lo que yo soy, diciendo lo que no soy. And nothing belongs to me. Y que nada me pertenece. So in the realm of karma, we think things belong to us. En el ámbito de karma pensamos que las cosas sí nos pertenecen. And a false I arises out of that. Y de, desde esto surge el concepto errado de, de yo. Nature continuously tells us that's not true. Pero la naturaleza nos dice... Bhagavad says, with the rising and the setting of the sun. Si, si quiere, mañana, caminar, arriba, tu un sitio, hasta plano, muy arriba, 
y puede ver por muchos, muchos kilómetros ¿sí? la montaña, la, eh, el bosque, the forest, the mountain, y en la mañana y en la tarde. The morning and evening, y puede ver la, el sol allá, este, este la viene y sabiendo los dos, muy bonito, ¿sí? Y eh, Srimad Bhagavat, Bhagavat Purana, dio, dice, dijo, dice, dice, ayurharti vaipumsam, ujanastantrayanasu, con the rising and the setting of the sun, how beautiful, your ayur harati, your life is being taken away. Cada vez que el sol surge o se pone, tu vida se le está llevando. What life is it talking about? The life in which you think this is mine, that is mine, I am this, I am that. This is not some kind of book knowledge. This is what the sun says every day. <laughs> How much lo louder of a statement uh, could it, could the nature make? Hmm? It's muy, how you say loud? Huh? Shouting. The sun is shouting. Nada está tuyo. Usted. Usted. Nada. Nothing is yours. But we don't listen. Hmm? We don't see. No vemos. With an eye of introspection. But this is what human life is for. La vida humana es para introspección. ¿Entiendes? Es diferente de la vida de los animales. Tenemos posibilidad para introspección si nosotros no está usando. Entonces, ¿qué es la diferencia? ¿Entiendes? Tenemos capacidad por introspección y usar discriminación, pero si nosotros usar la, la fuerza de discriminación simplemente para conseguir cosas, este está misuse de la inteligencia ¿me entiendes? the intelligence of the humans is acute in comparison to less complex species should it be used just for acquiring the things that the less complex species can acquire without such intelligence But we say, no, we're using it for different things. We're using it for cell phones, <laughs> computadoras, animals no tienen. Sí, pero animals también tienen comunicación también, ¿no? Es lo mismo, es diferente tipo, nada más. Hmm? It's a different type of communication. Hmm? 
It's all the same thing. <laughs> all the amenities, developments, uh, commodities, uh, betterments, if you will, that we uh, think we are accomplishing by our intelligence, for the most part, boil down to a different form of the same things that are available without intelligence. Hmm? Amongst the uh, less complex forms of life. Todos los logros, las comodidades que han, los desarrollos que han creado los seres humanos, uh, al fin y al cabo son una diferente expresión de lo que los animales ya están logrando y ya tienen. So how to use the intelligence, such a valuable thing, in a, in a different way? Entonces, ¿cómo usar nuestra inteligencia de una forma diferente? Let us use it for introspection. Hmm? for going beyond the uh, limits of the senses and the mind and with good intelligence we can understand nothing belongs to me I can come to to knowledge by despite fine exercise of my faculty of discrimination have I get association with such mysticos it will give me those powerful impressions and what will I understand that nothing belongs to me. Mm-hmm. In karma, we think things belong to me, or they should. <laughs> in gyan, in knowledge, we think, and properly so, nothing belongs to me. Is that the whole picture? Did we forget anything? One thing. Who does it belong to? <laughs> One small point. Un punto pequeño. This is bhakti. This is bhakti. Y la problema. Somos criminal, ¿me entiendes? In the realm of karma, we're like criminals. We think it's mine, we're taking. Mm-hmm. So, how do we solve the problem? The simple way to solve this problem is to come in touch with the, with whoever it is things every, everything does belong to. Then you don't have to give anything up. <coughs> if you love the person who owns everything, then everything is at your disposal. And you will only use it in, in, in his service. In love, you don't have to give up anything. Hmm? You have to invite, bring in the object of love, uh, 
the owner and controller of everything. Solo hay que invitar al objeto del amor que es el, el, el dueño y controlador de todo. You can try to own everything. Podemos intentar poseerlo todo. Or you can say nothing belongs to me and and do nothing. O podemos pensar que nada nos pertenece y acabar sin hacer nada. Or you can become the friend of the person who owns everything. O podemos convertirnos, hacernos amigos con la persona que es el dueño de todo. That is a very powerful practice. Esa es una práctica muy poderosa. This is the practice we do. Govinda Jaya Jaya Gopal Jaya Jaya Radha Ramahari Govinda Jaya Jaya His name is Gopal Govinda Govinda Radha Raman Hari That's a whole long explanation but suffice to say it doesn't belong to me it's reasonable to consider it must belong to somebody una explicación muy larga, pero tiene sentido decir que si nada me pertenece, hay que buscar a quién le pertenece. Is there a plan? Is there meaning? Es que hay un plan y un significado. Or there are just random things that we think belong to us that don't. That's it. O todo existe acaso y nada pertenece. There is a owner. Krishna identifies himself as such in the Gita. No, existe un dueño y Krishna dice que es él en el Gita. And so, if we come in touch with a, a, a bhakta, a devotee, as we're speak, explaining it, then we can get sukriti of the bhakti type. We can get impressions, samskars, of the bhakti type. Entonces, si entramos en contacto con un devoto... Eh, vamos a lograr sukriti e impresiones de este tipo devocional. Your la pregunta es if whether or not we can create sukriti for people and that will somehow help to uh, uh, dispel their uh, help them overcome their karmic bondage, mm -hmm. right? Well, what is the karmic problem? What is the root of it? It is ignorance. So if you get knowledge even, you can uproot the problem. If you give people impressions for knowledge, then this, this can... Uh, uproot the problem. Entonces, si damos a estas personas que nos rodean impresiones de, de tipo cognitivo, de conocimiento, podemos uh, arrancar este problema de la raíz. Pero las implicaciones de karma son muy grandes. Sin embargo, las implicaciones kármicas son muy grandes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the same. <laughs> <laughs> That was easy. <laughs> Por ejemplo, por ejemplo, básicamente dos tipos de karma. Parabda, aparabda. Aparabda es el tipo de karma en este tiempo no está uh, madura. It's not ripe. You've, 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 you've invested in something but the returns aren't fully coming yet. But they will. Hmm? 
There's karma that's unmanifest, and then it comes from unmanifest to, to like a seed. Hmm? The seed then sprouts in the form of desires and turns into actions. So this is kind of a spectrum from unmanifest to what we call ripe manifest karma that's bearing fruit right now. While knowledge has the power to uproot ignorance and eradicate karma that has not yet manifest before it manifests, it doesn't have the power to eradicate karma that's already manifesting. That has to just play itself out. But by contrast, the scriptures teach that bhakti has the power even to uh, eradicate the karma that is bearing fruit it's like it can stop the common cold, so to speak. Once you get a cold, what can you do? Oh, well, you got to wait six days or a week. And they say there's no cure. I'm just giving an example. So when the karma is manifest, then what can you do? Bhakti. That's the point. But how is that possible? Once the karma is manifest, it, it has to play itself out. Therefore, the scriptures teach that in Krishna Bhakti, during Bhakti to Krishna, how does the present manifest karma become, how do you become relieved from it? The, the bad karma that you have, Krishna gives to your enemies. The good karma, he gives to your friends. <laughs> But then how can you act without karma in the world? Hmm? The jnani, the jivan mukta, in jnana, in the field of knowledge, he is in knowledge and she is waiting for the manifest karma to play itself out. When it plays itself out, that's called death, and then she becomes a mukta. But often a devotee is doing all kinds of things. He's not just sitting and waiting for the karma to expire. He's, he's doing all kinds of things. So is he not creating new karma? What's the... 
How is the karma destroyed? This is, means that there are two forces in the world, the force of karma and the force of bhakti. And the devotee comes under the force of bhakti. It's a different shakti hmm, than the maya shakti. And this is, is, is driving his or her life in the service of Krishna and others. How to be in the world, but not of the world, not affected. So, when we associate with advanced devotees, we get some scars, impressions, Bhakti Unmukhi Sukriti, a special kind of Sukriti in Bhakti Vinod's terms. Hmm? And this, uh, yes, this, this is, this is, this will uh, interfere, I want to say, with the course of people's karma, what it would have been, perhaps, for example. And in our lineage, we understand this bhakti sukriti in this way. If we take a seed, a samilla, ponerla en la tierra, poner agua, Sol, put the seed in the ground, give it sun, give it water. Esperando, esperando, ¿qué pasó? Otro día, próximamente, ¿qué pasó? Nada, nada, ¿qué pasó? Nada, nada. Un día, oh, ya está. <laughs> Something comes up, right? Is it, 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 it's, it's begun. Pero, something is happening abajo la tierra también is invisible para nosotros we can't see it but under the ground something is happening the seed is germinating roots are going down hmm? at a certain point it comes above the ground but there is movement underneath the ground that's invisible la semilla ya había nacido la raíz se estaba desarrollando pero todo debajo del suelo so we may receive impressions of bhakti invisibly through association and the effects will not be visible immediately. Without knowledge of the fact hmm, that we're receiving such impressions, we may receive them. Then it will come to the point where with some knowledge of what's happening, I'm receiving the impressions. And then the impressions will give rise to Faith. 
Estas impresiones van a, a, a ocasionar la fe. Like, here's my guru. This is my path. Y no. vamos a pensar, este es mi guru, este es mi sendero. Este es bhakti. Este es bhakti. Hmm? So, when we reach that point, there's something that's gone on underneath, underground. Besides our thinking about it and rationalizing about it, which is part of it as well, and hearing the teaching, there's some invisible power, if you will, predisposing us to the to the knowledge and understanding. Entonces estas impresiones nos cambian de manera invisible a pesar de lo que de lo que podamos estar pensando de manera racional, están cambiando y luego los resultados se manifiestan. So you have to be careful who you associate with. Mm-hmm. Does that help? That's the long answer. Anything related to that to that subject? Yes. How does the Gyani what is the seed of karma ignorance you're asking how does knowledge burn up ignorance my question is the seed of karma is going to play itself out and it just doesn't play itself out because of the knowledge that is gained. The unmanifest karma? Yeah. Because it's like in line to be... It's like to use a medical ex- uh, analogy. You could, you could build your immune system so that you don't catch something that's there in the air and something like that. Usando una analogía médica, sería como fortalecer nuestro sistema inmunológico para que no agarremos algo. It derives from ignorance, but before it, that ignorance can fully manifest, the power of knowledge can suppress it and extinguish it. La semilla del karma deriva de la ignorancia, pero antes que pueda nacer, el conocimiento nos da el poder para que paremos todo eso. Just like someone may do something on the basis of ignorance, but you could catch him beforehand and talk to them and give them some knowledge as to the implications of what might happen if they do that, and then they, they don't do it. So the power of knowledge, is, as Gita says, can, it can burn to ashes the karmic implications. Mm-hmm. What else? What's the time? Okay, it's nice to sit with you all. And mañana en la mañana. Temprano. A las cinco. Okay? Si sigo, le tomando que jai, ajigo pal que jai, o rada madaba que jai.
हरिओम